Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. April is National Financial Literacy Month, which means it's a perfect time to bring the elephant in the room to center stage. If you recall, I created this podcast series for three reasons. To expose the elephant in the room, to make it visible by uncovering it and revealing its true nature. Two, to disclose some pertinent facts about this elephant that were previously unknown or kept hidden. And then three, to determine how can we dispose of the effects of this elephant in the room? So let's talk about this elephant in the room. If you've listened to previous episodes of this podcast, I bet you can guess the elephant's name. Do you remember? Yes, you got it. The elephant's name is the gender pay gap, also known as the gender wage gap. In essence, it represents the average difference between what a female earns compared to what males earn in the workplace. So you may be asking yourself, how much is the gap? Now, way back in 1979, the first of when this was recorded, on average, women earned, get this, 62% compared to what men earned. That means the gap was 38%. Let that sink in for a minute. So fast forward to today. Can you guess what it is today? Today, the female to male earnings ratio is 82%, which means that the gap is 18%. And I must say it's disappointing, but since 2004, almost 20 years, the female to male earnings ratio has remained in the 80 to 83% range. So the bottom line is that women in the workplace are generally paid less than men. Now, do you remember the payday candy bar? The original payday candy bar was caramel covered in peanuts. And after Hershey's purchased the company, they added another version. They covered it in chocolate. Now you can select the one you prefer. I will say this though, that regardless of the one you prefer, imagine opening up your candy bar and getting only 82%. Instead of getting a full complete 100% candy bar, you get 82%. Well, that's what happens for women every single payday, not just one, but every single payday. Now I have a degree in accounting and I earned my designation as a certified public accountant after starting my career in paper manufacturing. But you know what? You don't have to be an accountant to know that these numbers are not good. So what in the world does the gender pay gap have to do with 
National Financial Literacy Month. Quite a bit in my estimation, especially if you are a woman in the workplace and you just also happen to be trapped in the gender pay gap. Now in 2003, the United States Senate passed a resolution officially designating April as Financial Literacy Month. What started as Youth Financial Literacy Day, which focused on encouraging students and recent graduates to take control of their money and plan for the future, it has evolved into Financial Literacy Month and it happens to be the brainchild of the National Endowment for Financial Education. The focus and the goal is to make informed and effective decisions with your financial resources. Now, National Liter Financial Literacy Month is recognized each year in April, and the goal is to raise awareness of the importance of financial literacy and maintaining smart money management habits. Now, there's a quote from Francis Bacon which says, knowledge is power. But in actuality, knowledge in and of itself is not power. What you do with the knowledge is what gives you power, which is why I keep talking about the five alarming facts about the gender pay gap. I've already mentioned number one, and that is that the female to male earnings ratio is 82% which means that the gap on average is 18%. But there are some other alarming facts, like the pay gap varies by age. It also varies for, and it's much larger for women of color. It varies by state, and it also varies widely by occupation. Now, in addition to being known as Financial Literacy Month, April is also known for several other things. We bring in the month of April with April Fool's Day. Now in my research, I couldn't trace back to the exact origin. So the origin is not quite clear, but it is clear that it dates back centuries and is known as a day for pranks and playing practical jokes. And usually it's just harmless fun that lasts for only one day. But the gender pay gap, now that's no practical joke. It's no laughing matter. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the song by Main Ingredient. It was produced way probably before you were born back in 1972. But the title is Everybody Plays the Fool. Now you may not remember the one by Main Ingredient, but you may recall the version that was remade by Aaron Neville in 1991. And in it are these words, everybody plays the fool sometime. There's no exception to the rule. But when it comes to the gender pay gap, I am the exception to the rule. And my goal is to show other women that they can be the exception to the rule too. They don't have to accept being trapped in the gender pay gap. Now, just a little bit more about me. When I left corporate America, I was earning well over 100K base pay plus bonus plus bennies in the form of stock options. Now, with that level of income, I was able to purchase a home, drive a nice car, and live pretty comfortably. I had more money than month. 
I was able to squirrel away money into my rainy day fund and able to build reserves toward my future. It was really great enjoying financial security. I had known what it was like to not be financially secure. So definitely having it made life so much easier. Now, some say that money answers all things. A better translation is money can buy you things you need and some of the things that you want. It also solves lots of problems. Now, the question is, what kind of problems could a raise solve for you? I host a webinar, Ways to Get a Raise in 90 Days. And in it, I share with my audience how I was able to build my income over the course of my career. Now, one of the ways is closing your gender pay gap. It's a perfect opportunity to improve your financial situation. But you know what? If you don't see it, you can't change it. So the first step in closing your gender pay gap is determining whether or not it exists for you. Is there a likelihood that you are trapped in the gap? Now, earlier I shared five alarming facts about the gender pay gap. And fact number five is that the gender pay gap varies widely by occupation. Now, I have a question for you. Do you know whether or not you are trapped in the gap? Since April is National Financial Literacy Month, it's the perfect time to determine if you are trapped in the gap, but also how to get out. On the next episode, I will share more detail about how and why the gender pay gap varies by occupation. Please plan to join me next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap.